0: Welcome to an HBO podcast from the HBO Late Night series, Real Time with Bill Maher. Uh.
1: (laughs) Okay. Here are our questions from the Overtime Group. Uh, Senator King, what do you and Bernie Sanders, why do you and Bernie Sanders continue to remain independents despite caucusing with Democrats? Good question.
2: Because it gives me a chance to work on both sides of issues. I don't think there's a, necessarily anybody has a monopoly on the truth, and I can, I can work with one side or the other. I work with Republicans on some issues, Democrats on others. But you have to caucus with somebody because that's how you get a, a committee assignment. Caucusing doesn't mean you sign anything, it's basically who you have lunch with on Tuesdays. Right.
1: <laughs> oh, interesting. Okay. Uh... Gavin, why do you support raising the minimum wage in
2: California?
1: That's a nice softball for
2: you, yeah, pal. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you know, look, we all know this. Economic growth's been a spectator sport for too many people. Uh, wages are flat, salaries right. are flat, and uh, we need to step it up. You know, I'm a, as you may know, I've got 18 small businesses. So I understand this 18? issue. Yeah, and we have close to 1,000 employees. So the impact of the minimum wage I understand deeply from the other perspective. And I could tell you, as a former mayor of a city, that had the highest minimum wage in the United States. And I was intimating this earlier. The city has never done better economically. This notion that somehow raising the minimum wage is going to kill job growth and job creation is just simply untrue. It's factually incorrect. Uh, we, need a, we, need a, we need to get our minimum wage up. what did you think
1: of that, Andy? I like it. <laughs> can i chip in on that one yes please chip in
3: um you no know, i was just gonna say i like one of the i what can i say i love san francisco He's funny. He's i just... love san francisco no there what a go. shock there yeah <laughs>
1: Yeah, sorry. I, I can't. It's no, hard. No, I'm it's hard. sorry. Go it's ahead. No. Go ahead, darling. Tell us. Um
3: No, the only thing I was going to add there is you know, one of the things that I think is so important when we think about economic growth is if you don't build middle class prosperity, you are not going to have sustainable it. economic growth. Yeah. If people don't have money to spend, yeah. you're not going to have economic growth. And that's why anything you can do to support the middle class and the people who are struggling to join it is going to be good for the economy.
2: 100%.
1: Okay. Do, yeah. uh, Ben, do Republicans have an
0: alternative strategy to Obama in Syria? Uh, I think that they do. Unfortunately, I'm not sure those strategies are better. I think that the f- unfortunate thing for the Republicans when it comes to Syria is that uh, their natural inclination is to want to go the boots on the ground route or do something of that nature. But they've also had this tug of war within their consciousness about it because they've never really worked through the lessons of the Bush era when it came to that sort of issue. I think the window is actually passed the point where you could achieve what a lot of Republicans wanted to do in terms of getting rid of Assad. Instead, now you're at a point where you're, you, you are going to have to form a coalition with other but Muslim is, countries really and different. with Russia and and target and target ISIS using you know, along those lines, as opposed to what they might have been able to do. But I always hear them say he's weak
1: and he's this and he's that, and then when it comes to time to put up, but what would you actually do differently? Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of this
0: time around. This time around, it's because none of them really want to admit the fact that they're going to have to cave to Putin's priorities, which leads to a situation in in the Middle East where Russia is viewed as a better patron than, and more reliable one when it comes to uh, drawing red lines than the American Andy, Americans.
1: what can we expect from the new Real Housewives series in the... <laughs> that is a far more I'm, I'm important sorry. question I, I, for a number of reasons. I, I left off the beginning. A follow-up question. Andy, what can... <laughs> what can we expect from the new Real Housewives series in the D.C. suburbs? Yes, that, Potomac.
3: That, oh, Real Housewives of Potomac. That's a great idea. You know, the, uh, the Salahis be... torpedoed the Real Housewives of D.C., if you remember oh, the party do, crash of those years ago. Absolutely. Uh, but we've got this great group of women. We weren't looking to do a Housewives again in that area, but we found these women in Potomac who are very Potomac sure. proud, and uh, they're all about etiquette. It reminds me of kind of early days of the Housewives. It's great. Are they Housewives of politicians? No, they're not. It's oh. not. It's very apolitical. Oh, yes. what a shame! <laughs> why, don't, why don't you do? What I know would, that would be great. That would be
1: great. But you can't, I mean, I'd
3: love to get Michelle Bachman on a Real Housewives show. <laughs> I mean, she. I mean, she's kind of perfect.
1: And I bet you'd like to meet her husband. Anyway. Um,
3: no. <laughs> no, actually, 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 <laughs> I bet. He, one I bet he'd like it, to meet
1: yeah. me. Yes. Actually. That's ex- yes. that's much yes. true. Uh, yes. That's yes. that's absolutely right. Mm. Awesome. Mm. Hey, what, what do you make of the Charlie Sheen thing, you know? I mean, I'm not going to make any jokes because, I mean, I've I've had my fun with Charlie. Right. Uh, but I also know him a little bit. And, uh, you know, this is serious. This is not time for snarky comments. Right. Well, it was an interesting week because before he came
3: out and said, I have HIV, there was a, it felt like the 80s where there was this HIV shame going around where, and, and then that it turned out that he was coming out because he had been bribed Uh, You know, he didn't want to disclose the information. Uh, No, he had been blackmailed. I mean, he had been blackmailed. I'm sorry. But on the Today Show, I found his... his, I I found it a little irresponsible that he was on with this doctor who was saying that the doctor was guiding him through having unprotected sex with these high-risk individuals, and it just seemed to me like he had an opportunity to kind of say something or do something, and he kind of... M- the message was very murky. I left feeling very confused. I obviously wish him great health. And, uh, but it was upsetting. And then to find out that there were... Wh- he claimed, oh, I've told everyone that I've been with that, you know, uh, this is my status. But then all these women came out and said no. They, he's never told me. It just got very messy very quickly.
1: But Tiger's blood does not prevent it. It is, doesn't. Is that <laughs> what... <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, what did you think, by the way? I mean, you, I'm assuming
3: you've known him for a long time. Well, not like that. Well, no, I know that.
1: I know... I have had dinner with him, so I got, I got checked immediately. No, no I, I mean, I think it's... I mean, first of all, I think it's interesting that when you think about the heterosexual men who've gotten it, Magic Johnson, right. uh, Charlie Sheen, people who have, like, fucked everybody, everybody. west of La Brea.
3: Right. Charlie Sheen was in Heidi Fleiss's Little Black book 21 years ago. He was the only name that
1: came out of that book. So this has been going on a long time. Yeah. I mean, and people said to me, oh, porn stars. Well, porn stars get checked every week, don't they? Because that's their living. I don't don't know if we can... (laughs) I'm
2: just wondering why the hell I'm sitting here. This is not
0: not a political ad right here. (laughs) You just fly right oh, over. <laughs> right in. Yes.
3: Uh, jump in anytime. Oh, yeah, no, jump right, in yeah. anytime.
1: Well, <laughs> well, yeah, porn stars have to get checked. Yeah, markets and everything. What they do. Yeah, right that's now. what they yeah. do for a living. Yeah. They got to protect the moneymaker. Yeah. Like I have some special knowledge of this. <laughs> just, uh, Christian, what do you think of Justin Trudeau's plan to lift visa requirements for Mexicans coming to Canada?
3: Uh, Well, Justin Trudeau is the Prime Minister of Canada. He's the leader of my party. Uh, He's my boss. So, of course, I think it's a very good plan.
0: Um, (laughs) (laughs) Spoken like a true politician. And And I do think it's a good
3: plan. I mean, you know, Mexico is a very important partner for Canada. And, and, you know, having better relations with Mexico is really important to us.
1: And I've said this before on the show, but just to put things in perspective, I mean, Europe has to worry about people coming to their society and trying to destroy it. The people who come from Mexico don't want to destroy our society. They want to join it. And they make great food and they enjoy sexy dancing. All cultures are not alike. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, uh, What does the panel think of Bernie Sanders' statement that climate change is linked to the threat of terrorism? He's right. Absolutely, The Syrian war started part, partly because there was a horrible drought there that drove all the farmers into the city. And there was nothing for them to do.
2: Close What's going to happen you know, when it. Bangladesh is underwater? Yeah. There are going right. to be millions yeah. of Well, people. that's the, the other refugee crisis, right? 630-plus million people right. live in a coastline that are vulnerable to sea level rise. But, you know, it's a good point. Close to a million people were displaced during that four-year epic drought in Syria, northern Syria. And Assad didn't react to it created conditions that sparked the civil war, ultimately created the instability where terrorists were able to take advantage of that and vulnerabilities. But it's certainly an accelerant. It's certainly uh, something that the Pentagon has identified as, quote-unquote, a threat multiplier, and it's something that's not unique to Syria as well. You've seen it in Nigeria. You've seen it certainly as part of the conversation around the Arab Spring and food price increases. It is a serious and significant issue, and that's why, again, these Paris talks... Are critical as it relates not just to climate, but also the broader conversation about. It's, national it's not security. every day you see Bernie Sanders and the Joint Chiefs of Staff on the same, on the same page. On, on, on the anything, same page. yeah. And yeah. and again,
1: California, I think, was the state that got the country better mileage standards, wasn't it? Because yeah, we California were, decided yeah. that we would not accept cars that didn't have a certain level, and the it's too big a market yeah. for Detroit not to make
2: every exactly. car that. Way. Decades before the federal government finally. Put themselves in a position to adopt similar strategy. Look, we have a low carbon, green growth strategy. We're committed to radically changing the way we produce and consume energy. We're the only large scale cap and trade program in the United States. Our economy you again. You do is, deals
3: with Ontario and Quebec on cap and trade
2: partnerships in terms of the Western Hemisphere. And so, look, California is we're in the how business. We're not just isolating uh, an ideal. We, we don't get the, the respect it. we deserve. That's the bottom line. Isn't here.
1: it true? It's because the media is in New York. We don't get, get the respect. Back. That's, That's God, is that is fact. It, right. It is God, the media's in New York, Thank so, you. I mean, oh, it's the greatest uh-huh. city in the world and we don't get the respect we deserve. Thank you.
0: Fuck yeah. yeah. Thank <laughs> you, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Catch yeah. all new episodes of Real Time with Bill Maher every Friday night at 10. Or watch him anytime on HBO On Demand. For more information, log on to HBO.com.